Wow, good job. You got one over on like a Just Born. Yeah, like, like, what did you do? And the kid doesn't look like it was fun. And I'm like, <laughs> there's nothing appeal. Like I felt bad for the kid. Yeah, no... I felt disgusting because I chuckled for a second, and then I was like, I don't need this. <laughs> Just Born sounds like a weird name you would use to like make fun of Jason Bourne. Just like, what do you <laughs> <laughs> more like Just Born? <laughs> Just Born, you're gonna shoot your little pistols, Just Born. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take another shot, Just Born? What's up, guys? Welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This is episode 73. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two guys who don't kick a lot because they're afraid their flip-flops will fly off their feet. Happens to me. <laughs> Dave Grimma? <laughs> no joke, I've always thought that my my toes, my between my big toe and the next toe, are so big that it's hard for me to wear flip-flops. Because I feel like I'm squeezing them the entire time to keep them on. That's what he says. And then Dan Colonna. I, I have no problem wearing flip-flops. I think you need to get Reefs. What's a Reef? Reef, sponsor us. Reef flip-flops. They're like, they sort of have like a brand. sole that kind of, you know, hug Contours to my arc? That's the one. That's the phrase. That... Are we in agreement that if we're going to get flip-flops, so you got to get the one with the toe thing that Dave's saying, none of this no-toed thing. No, if we're going to get flip-flops, we got to go college bro with the bottle opener on the bottom that I thought I was super cool for having in my mid twenties. That's I, legit. I was wrong. I drink so much. I need my shoe to open the bottles. <laughs> hold, hold on, babe. Let me show you something hot. And then you put your foot up and it's like, I don't want that beer. It was now attached yeah. to the bottom of your foot. It's true. <laughs> it's much, it's much that. better to do it on the hat. <laughs> totally. Well, we're talking about kicking mm-hmm. and hats and foot because we played Piku Niku. Yes. Game. Where kicking is essential to things in life. But before we get there, check in with the old uh, Rockefellers. Uh, again, you did this rock- again last last time. Rockefeller. No, why not the old Piku and Niku? Why not that? Because then that leaves me out of it. Oh. He's checking it. He is one of the Rockefellers. <laughs> wow. All right. All We're right. all oil barons. Okay. Weird flex, we but okay. Um, so... I just watched Ant Man and the Wasp with the wife the other night. Ah, ooh! Which is I that thought the was first one. That's the second one. I've seen numero this. Two, this yes, numero dos for Ant Man. And I have to say, do you think uh, that Paul Rudd is, is like Dan Colonna? Is the most likable actor out there? Oh, absolutely. Ever or like, just right now? Is there likable? Yes. Likable, like just straight up likable. Yes. Yes. The I, most I would feel likable. This is going to sound like he is not impressive, but of all the actors on the Marvel cast, I would feel least intimidated by him and then Mark Ruffalo in the order of least intimidated. Like, I'd be like, Paul Rudd, I can talk to you. I just also feel, I just think he's so naturally charismatic, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if ever, though, what do you think in the grand scope of all actors? And how about of the current Avengers? Yeah, let's... Yes. Uh, is it bad on another M- M- of the MCU universe? <laughs> All right. Think of Chris Hemsworth <laughs> and Chris Evans. Chris Evans is pretty charming. I mean, I, Chris Evans, I would also be like, "Hey, you're you're cool, right?" He's like, "Yeah, he man." Seems like but he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like too alpha for me. <laughs> he's the, yeah, he's he's, <laughs> he's, he's captain. He's he's Captain America. I mean, he, he's not Lieutenant America. I haven't right? seen those movies. Is, is he like? Is that movie like a serious superhero movie or Ant Man? Goofy. Yeah, Ant Man. Ant Man. You would goofy. like Mark. It's funny. I've had actually 
on this topic because the end the end game is coming out yes yeah. whatever. you sound so peaked dad right now i'm so like <laughs> out. i have I, I think i stopped watching superhero movies after like iron man one and it just kept going that was like that, when they but, got good yeah well i had this a serious case of like i'm re- what's that word where you're missing out a lot fomo fomo, FOMO. Fear that's missing it out. massive fomo i was like have i just Wait. missed something amazing you have all these avenger and kind of other movies i mean there's There's 21 there's 21 movies there's 21 i haven't watched like the latest and i never saw ultron and thor 2 but otherwise i've pretty much seen them all yeah and and i haven't seen a deadpool i haven't seen either deadpool literally Uh, the only thing you missed in age of ultron was like and now we have vision there's a (laughs) in his head that's it that's literally the only thing that matters about three hours yeah. I know. I might. I might do yeah. it as like a summer project. I'm like, I'm gonna watch one a day. Well, and just catch up. It's you've seen gonna... Thor, right? I did see Thor. Well, you saw Thor Ragnarok. No, you need to watch Thor Ragnarok. That, that movie. Is... You can even skip <laughs> the second love Thor, Thor movie. <laughs> yeah, because all the there's second three? Thor movie, all the second Thor movie says is like, there's one of those red gems, <laughs> and that's the whole movie. That's literally all you need to know. I hope they use that voice. I, I can every Marvel movie that's not necessary. I can break down. It's to like that two family. Sentences. It's like that Family Guy sled where where we, uh, where he tapes over like the uh, Citizen Kane. He's like, it's a sled. Like, <laughs> yeah, I saved you three hours. I think um, no. Going back to Dan's comment, I think this might be a fun Twitter project where Dan breaks down every no. Dan's Jewish mother breaks down every Marvel movie in one line. But, they okay. have vision now. Sorry, my door opened and nothing came through, so I'm pretty sure I haunted. I, I was expecting Annie or something. The ghost door. No, she knows the rules that the doors closed don't come up <laughs> op- openings. Don't come in here when the doors don't come in. Well, let's stick with you then, Dan. Besides your door opening, what's going on with your life? I guess the only thing I really should talk about is PAX East, right? I just, oh, yeah, as just of this back. recording, I am fresh from PAX East. I got back, uh, you know, Sunday night. Lots mm-hmm. of driving, baby. Um, so Apparently. many video games that I saw. Uh, Give I, us some highlights. Uh, definitely want to play Watam. Watam. I saw the trailer of that and I almost seized it as I watched it because of how excited you were. But how there's just so go- many things. It's happening. so goofy. It looks fun. That broccoli uh, looks cool. I saw there was yeah. one thing where someone <laughs> ate something and exactly. then they turned it to a poo and then you controlled the poo. There you go. And I was like, okay. It, you know what else was kind of intriguing to me? I saw Dreams, a game by uh, Modern. <gasps> did you? I did, and I could not. Every time I passed it, it was full of people. I was like, all right, I can't wait. Yeah. For this long, I want to see more than one thing. But every time I look at the screen, I was like, I think that's a game maker. Okay, now they're floating around. Like I couldn't quite. It really Is it does. A game or a game maker? It really does look like the everything game. Yeah. Like it's just I couldn't really put a finger on what was going on. Like you can kind of tell. That little big planet is like a side scroller. Is, is some yeah, platforming. Like it's like that. I genre. couldn't put it anywhere, and I'm not sure if that's because of that by design, but I just could not get a consistent way to describe yeah. it i'm super curious to see what that's really good i think the beta comes out relatively soonish yeah i'm definitely gonna say we should get on that i don't know it's like i don't i don't have the kind of patience to kind of do that stuff like i will definitely play things like i think I'm, like, I'm not gonna game. make a board but damn will i play a board <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have to assume you have to assume that they thought about you as a user like i'm sure they've learned from like mario maker and stuff yeah 
Well, that's the thing. I, I this game has been development for. Oh, it was remember it was revealed at the PS4 reveal event where they were playing with the, the dolls with the thing. Like it didn't have a name. Was it They're at like, the PS4 reveal things. event? It was at the pre the PS4 reveal event. Like it's been in the works this long. Gosh. And that's why, like, I actually wonder if it's a huge flop. That studio is gonna get super closed Whoa. super fast. I mean, because literally they haven't made a game since Tear Away. And then before that was like Little Big Planet two. Yeah, I, I I'm happy they don't really like besides like skins and maybe custom materials for their games. They don't really subscribe to the DLC model. Yeah, like they don't try to nice. milk people for it. Right. And I like that's always like a fun thing if you're bored. You like just go YouTube like dreams things and the breadth of the things that people make with that thing are insane. Yeah. So, like, I just can't imagine that, but what it takes to do that. And I think that's going to be the big thing. I mean, that's the whole game. So we're going to have to play the beta. And yeah. But I don't think I saw any spots for beta keys or anything like that. So I didn't grab well, anything for us. All right. So uh, that, that's another thing. I got you guys these highlights. cool cards from... Oh, Annapurna now has four <gasps> more stickers. I gave. I was like, look, I just need you to know. I record this podcast. We basically wait for your games to come out so we can pick games to play and talk about. Basically and, true. and I was like, here you go. Four stickers. I don't know who she was. She might have just been like the hired help in from Boston. He's like, yeah, thanks. Thanks. And so that she was it. But I, I got you guys these cool cards. They're like, Ooh. they're collectible cards. Here's Ashen. And they said that every time they're at an event, here's Florence. Look, see. Nice. Yeah. Table yeah, like yeah. That card. I, well, I, you got, I got two of each. So you guys can have one each. Yes. Or not. And I'll just take the ones you don't want. Is but, the Florence card where she opens the flower shop at the end? Is I, it, she looks happy. It's just uh, like <laughs> it's just. <laughs> oh no! I don't know. The back is misleading. She's on the couch with uh, her in the game boyfriend. What's so that? Karish? I forgot. Cur- well, game. Anyway, it episode was, seventy-five. I gotta get that again. <laughs> it was a pleasure somehow. to see them. It was cool to see all the little <laughs> games coming out and the big games coming out. Um, I guess we could segue to Borderlands Three if we want to talk about it at all, but. Uh, uh, I mean, what is there to say? It's coming out this year. I told you so. If you want that in record, looks good. yeah, I'm I mean, excited. Yeah, it's Borderlands. You know, like it's gonna mm-hmm. be like going home. I think, but that's the I, problem. Oh. Sometimes when you go home, you're like, you realize your home sucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I'm wondering. It's like going back to your school and the and the feels small. Yeah, you're like, why why are these walls so tiny? Well, I do? think it's just important to distinguish it that it's not in like. You know, in the worlds of, you know, since Borderlands 2, like all the destinies and the these like living worlds that came out, like this is not what that is. Like, yeah. This is a campaign that you can play with your friends or by yourself where you're just, it's like, is it an RPG shooter? Is it? I think so. That's what we I don't remember know yet. We only know that it's Borderlands with billions of guns and new characters. And a gun that runs. Yeah. Here's, here's <laughs> the thing I was thinking about. In Borderlands, yeah. the enemy's health they scale to how many characters you have mm-hmm. right it does how come none of these little... games do that um, what what say again how come none of these other games do that because it's a great mechanic and they hate no, good I'm things sure no. it's like when you're talking about like though he's so like like, like, you're destiny to what? like or destiny or anthem like, like destiny anthem because those you're not diablo did it first and you i could thought that was play... smart because when you're even when you're playing with Destiny, for like kind of playing quote unquote by yourself, you're not by yourself. Like people no. can run into your area. Not if like you're that. in like a, you know, you're in a solo experience where you go into one of those, you know, no respawns available that's not public. 
those games are games that I think push you to be with your yeah, party, they with don't your want friends, you and things like that. Like Borderlands, I think is important. Like with all the characters and the dialogue and like the jokes yeah. and things like that, it doesn't want you to rush through all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. But to Dave's yeah. point, a game that would not to kick the horse that is Bioware currently, but a game that would benefit from that scaling option would be Anthem. That game uh, would totally agree. benefit from that because it's easy to play that game alone. It's it, you know, it's, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just hard to get a group together sometimes, I think. Well, the times that I've played it. To segue at that point, just to what, what's going on with me. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to talk, uh, just a w- quick little shout out to you. I read the Shovel Knight uh, book uh, from Boss ah, Fight, my yes. favorite series ever. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and not to sound like a jerk, it was actually, eh, it was okay. It was, are... But the reason okay. it was only okay is because... Uh, sounds like a humble brag. I actually knew a lot of what the book kind of covered already because I read Jason Schreier's Blood, Sweat, and Pixels. So the, that book really went into like, because it really is like the most quintessential indie studio story. It's a bunch of guys who met, you know, through other projects of being game developers and they became BFFs. And they're like, oh, wouldn't this be great? We did this dream project. Let's go all in. And they went all in. They were successful. Mm-hmm. So like the first half of the book is all that. And I was like, I kind of know all these story beats a little bit. But it does get into like really minutia of like character designs and stage designs and thoughts behind each making of like the different nights. So in that in that regard, if you're a fan of Shovel Knight and definitely if you haven't read Jason Schreier's Blood, Salt, and Pixels, definitely uh, recommended. But the other thing I'm going to say is I, I read through finally uh, Jason Schreier had that huge article about Anthem right. and basically what went wrong with that. And it was massive, and it's a little old by the time Spot comes up, but you Google it, you'll find it. And what was funny, it's kind of a joke between the three of us. Uh, last time we talked about Anthem a lot on this podcast, we were defending it because it just came out. Yeah. And immediately after that podcast, we all gave up on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I yeah. Thought was funny. It, it... Even Unfortunately, Dave, it's most even Dave. Was Dave, like, Dave, was like, Dave was like, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, and he, I'm he in. Got... I was having so much fun. I beat the game, yeah. beat, beat the main campaign, but like by the time I beat it, I was just like, most of these fights all kind of feel the same. And mm-hmm. how much are you gonna have the same fight over and over again? Yeah, yeah. And I think we, we, last time we all played it together, we were all just like, this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. And so. it was just, there was articles really, really interesting. He interviewed 19 members of Bioware and a lot of them had left. And that was actually one of the interesting things, like in the final two years of the game's production, like mm-hmm. how many, like, you know, we heard about when big people left, but a lot of like little people, all the people were really like on the floor doing the, doing the, the, the day to day nuts and bolts stuff were like who tons of them left. Mm-hmm. and just how many things in that game were in flux until the very last second. Yeah. And it just really seemed like a game that for, over the course of seven years never really figured out what it ever wanted to be. Ever. What it was. They just knew that they wanted to take what they were doing in Mass Effect and somehow make it multiplayer Bigger. all the way. See, and... like even the multiplayer stuff was kind of like they kind of wanted it to be multiplayer, but not... The like, there's so many little interesting tidbits about yeah. it. I will say, like, in E3, when they first talked about Anthem on the stage, they had friends drop in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Not, something, that's not something you can really do. But you no. know what's actually funny? The section where in the article where he starts talking about that is the biggest problem, and, and, and listeners, you should definitely go, if you're at all interested in to figure out what happened with that game, I thought that article did a great job. He was talking about the biggest problem really was 
no one would ever make a decision about anything. Like that was the kind of constant message. Like there's constantly things. And when they finally had to put that demo together, that's what kind of made some decisions. Like, okay, well that was in the demo. So let's try that. Like mm. flying got dropped in and out of the game, like up until a year of its release. Which is probably we... why there are, there are certain sections of the game where you just can't fly. Yeah. It's like, how, <laughs> but how do we mitigate that? Like originally the idea behind it was like you go into this world and it's like the question is like how long can you survive before you die? So it was horde mode the game? It was kinda. like it was kinda like a, a roguelike, but And the best we, thing is one of the funnest thing is it wasn't even actually supposed to call Anthem. The the title Anthem got decided about a week before E three. It was supposed to be called Beyond. Like there were so many things that and it is a common thing with game development. Like a lot of things don't feel like they're coming together yeah. until like the very end. Mm-hmm. Like uh, most famously, I remember like there was a really great um, documentary on YouTube about the making of The Last of Us and how the game was pretty terrible until like the last six months. And then everything just clicked and they were kind of keep ex- expecting that to happen. And it never did. That's and it was a just strange just... outlook. I, I get it. But to not to, I'm sure there's someone there who's the trust of like, here are the pieces that need to fit together. I know how they should fit together. Now, team, go make them fit together. Yeah, if but see, that was the thing. It's like nobody ever. If you ever don't have that voice, really like, yeah, like it's like one of the things that makes Kojima's games great is he has a vision. Yep, and it's you know, he, he and, will and make he, the call. This, yeah, yeah. and this until he doing. says that's, oh yeah, that's the thing in my head. You got yeah. it out. Thank you. And that's that's one of the things I've kind of known, like again as three guys who who don't see a lot oh, yeah. of behind the scenes of game right. development, and I think for the most part, especially for the medium, like the, the process about what's going on behind the scenes for game mm. is still pretty mysterious. Like mm. we don't really yeah. get to know a lot of the ins and outs, but it does seem like, especially when you think about like big names, like Ken Levine, um, you know, Miyamoto, Kojima, like there's like, there's just like one guy cause they will make the decisions. They will do it. Like Tim Anthem Schaefer. was just floundering because Tim Schaefer, like all these, this game just seemed to flounder so much. There was one quote, it was just like, we had so many meanings about certain things and we would walk away and no decisions were made. So nobody really knew what to do. That's yeah. That, that's I mean, bad. yeah, that's bad. It's and that's bad. what it feels like that game. When you really think about it, it's like, it's got no one knew where and mechanically go it. it. It came around to like, feels good to fly. It feels good to move around. The aesthetics, like the engine, you know, it's actually like, fun. It's like, it's like, I feel like they, they, they got the javelins good in a good place. Yeah, eventually. But I'm saying the rest of the game isn't there. Right. It's a, it's a game that it feels like it never coalesced the yeah. way. Cause it, it, it's like, you know, it's actually funny too. It's like one of the guy, the, the, the executive producer, the first guy in the credits joined the project at the last year. Like wow. that was just the sense like no one was really in charge. Of that. So, so yeah, that, that ultimately there, there was no mind trust. And yeah. So if you're interested in Anthem and like, we're disappointed in the way we were definitely go check out Jason Schreier's article. Really, really good. Um, what maybe isn't really, really good. Debatable. Is oh, Pico you Nico. are, you are we'll about go into to, it. <laughs> you are about to kick. You're about to no, kick. I, I actually thought I didn't think it was bad. Anyway, well, uh, we we'll, have to spoil that, but what I will spoil. Oh, the, uh, well, I mean, Main topic? Main topic, Piku Niku. Um, This is the part where I say stuff. It is true. Piku Niku is an absurdly wonderful puzzle exploration game that takes place in a strange but playful world where not everything... Pause, that's the write-up? It's an absurdly wonderful... (laughs) Yeah, I'm reading what's on the screen. (laughs) Humble brag. (laughs) I know, I like that. I like that it's humble brag. This is the best game ever. 
Um, takes place in a strange but playful world where not everything is as happy as it seems. Help peculiar character help peculiar characters overcome struggles, uncover a deep state conspiracy, and start a fun little revolution in this delightful dystopian adventure. It's very positively received. It was released this year, which I th- is this the first game we play this no. season that was released this year? Oh, this year? Maybe. This is not the first game we've played. No, we've played 74 of the games. Well, that's like a recent. <laughs> um, it's the most recent game, I think, to release. Ever? That from, we've played? From, 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 no, no, no. This season. Oh. This year. All right. Anyway. All right, then. <laughs> this year different than this season. It's true. It's <laughs> Move, moving on, I'm sorry. Well, you ever see like a, an elevator when it loses this thing and it just falls down the shaft and it explodes at the bottom? <laughs> anyway, that's keep that's going a good then. scene in Die Hard. It was <laughs> uh, developed by Arnaud Debach and Remy Forcadell. Oh. And it was published by Devolver. The popular user defined tags for this product are <sighs> casual, adventure, cute, funny, and Cute, funny. two secret tags. Uh, One of them makes me laugh. Pencil hat. Oh. Uh, uh, unarmed. <laughs> <laughs> Dave loses because you can get arms in this game. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> I got arms in my last 20 minutes. But did you um, have a weapon? You got a weapon? You got a weapon? No, I'm saying... <laughs> You don't need one. You were, uh, un- oh, you were unarmed. unarmed. Oh, I got, it works it's on multiple it's a double levels. Entendre. We got it. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. Uh, indie, and the one that makes me laugh is action. <laughs> I mean, there's kicking. Yeah, there's action. But Dave, um, I don't know. I think this write-up is a little too pompous. Do you have anything better? Oh uh, yeah, sure. It's a it's Pikuniku is a funny family-friendly puzzle platformer. Is the best way I can put it, and I think you know, you know, we got cartoon violence. If anything, all you really yeah. do is kick something, yeah. right? Yeah. And That's maybe right. you, maybe there are bombs involved. Who knows? And um, f bombs. <laughs> no. And uh, no. if the f is for family, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and it tells uh, a story of greed and of corporate greed. We'll put it that way. Yeah. And I did pick theme. this game. This is a damn pick, but I picked it with Dave in mind as we're mm-hmm. me, me and Dave are doing this mm. thing. Mark hates it. Um, I don't hate it. I just don't think it leads to better well, picks. Well, yeah. this informed Mark my pick. Didn't... Mark just thinks his opinion is too important to leverage. I don't think it's not my opinion. I think I'm thinking about the conversation that's going to arise from this game. Well, and even though one of us might enjoy it, doesn't mean we have a lot to say about it, well, which I think this game falls into, quite frankly. I picked this because Dave loves Katamari, and the art form between this and Katamari are not the same, but they're sort of minimalist <laughs> and similar and pastel y and smooth. And I was like, oh, yeah. that, that looks pretty and cute. You so. saved that at the end. Dave loves Resident Evil. This is nothing like it, but <laughs> oh, he loves Katamari. That's like his... he loves Katamari. Mm, mm, well, before we we kind of officially dive into the game, I, one of the things that comes up in the tags and our description of is the tone of this game is humor. It's oh, yeah. not meant to be taken seriously. It is very silly. It's very fun. Yeah. But in that idea of comedy, I feel like I just want to take a moment to kind of talk about like comedy in games. Like I feel mm. like for an element that is so prolific in books and movies and things like that 
games seem to have a hard time being funny. And I, I think that's because. Well, do you agree some, with that? Do some, you think it I is think, harder for a video game to be funny? Not necessarily. I mean, I, I think we could think I, of funny games, but is yeah, it, I think is it's harder. Is... I think the problem is when they go they go through such efforts that it takes you too far out of gameplay. Mm. Like what's it? What was that game? That just like the one we played. You it was your pick, Mark. Go the on. one where you're a ghost. You're a ghost. Bold boy. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it was not his ghost? The one My where you you play death. As death. Oh, flipping death. Oh, flipping death. Yeah, flipping death just tries way too hard. And like and when you're when it's doing all these jokes, it's you like trying to progress through them talking. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it's like it's it's taking you out of the moment of playing the game, right. you know. To yeah, even to, like, to hey, even do this a joke. Yeah, yeah when, when except the... you're like, ha ha, it's not funny, let me play. Even yeah. though the gameplay is not that great in that game either. Yeah, when the comedy is in the writing, um, and by writing I mean in the dialogue, it's either gotta be really quick or Or n- non interrupting the right. gameplay. Right. Mm. Well, do you think, especially because like I started trying to list, and I was trying to think it's like what games do I think are funny? And one thing I noticed is like so South Park games, probably the most, the, the funniest games ever created, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Um, Deadpool, I, I doubt either of you guys played Deadpool. No. I didn't play it, but I saw I that bought it, it on great. a whim, but it was pretty funny. It was apparently a um, great game. Saints Row, funny. Uh, really. Monkey Island, pretty funny. Monkey Island is very funny. And Portal, which has a nice humor to it. I'm like, I'm like, these two that were just throwaways to you, I think, are two of the funniest games. I'm like, Monkey Island and Portal are the two funniest games on the... I have never played a South Park game. Oh, well, I, you have to be into South Park, because basically, it is the TV show. I, so do, I, I'm not that into South Park. Let me yeah. ask you this. Is it the same kind of laugh you get from watching a South Park episode? Yes. Very, uh, which is uniquely to... It's so, like, does that but, make it a funny game, or is it just South Park at that point? Well, it's just South Park at that point, but at the same point, like it is a game. So, but one thing I noticed between the thread is like, th- what I was thinking about, like, well, what makes funny things funny? There is the writing, of course, but then there's also the, you know, the the timing of it and the the tone. You know, like we mentioned Paul Rudd before. It's like a lot of Paul Rudd's lines aren't necessarily funny. It's but his he delivery. makes them funny with his yeah. delivery. So a lot of these games do have voice acting. They do have timing with them. Mm-hmm. So games like Pikuniku, as we start to that, like no voice acting. There is no voice acting. So there is that kind of removal to it. Does that hurt in games without voice acting? Things like that. Does it hurt their ability or make it at least harder to be funny? So I don't know. I mean, I laugh at Fox, Foxtrot, and Calvin and Hobbes. There's no voice acting. Mm. Yeah, no. The, the comedy. I think the most important thing. I mean, not to go on my outlook on comedy, but to be related, it's relatability. I think if you like Jerry Seinfeld's comedy, everyone loves it because it's very relatable. And he starts with the subject that's like every day. What's the deal with peanuts? Right. They're not nuts. But then he makes it like, oh, that's funny. (laughs) And um, I think just to bring it back to Pico Nico, I think a lot of the comedy came out of the fact that it made you do absurd things and you are Piku. So you're relating to that character in his moment. And some of the things they have Piku do are hilarious. Mm. Right. So, so let's kind of take it from there. So this game is very silly. It's very lighthearted. It has this kind of corporate greed thing, which we'll kind of get into later. Yeah. 
Yeah, but like, so let's kind of go around our horn a little bit. Like, were there particular moments that really stuck out to you? It's like, that's pretty funny. That, that, that's got some stuff to it. I got like two. Go right, for right it. Off, right off the cuff. Uh, the most recent one was when I got arms in the game. And See, I got in the entire the... game, you're a little round thing with just legs. Right. Yeah. And I got the arms. Right. You're this little round character. He's oval shaped. Pardon me. With two little eyes and legs. Elliptical, if you will. And all you can do is <laughs> kick. And there are so many puzzles in this game. So many puzzles where you're like, if I could just grab this thing and move it, I'd be mm. done. But I have to kick it and I have to roll around and move it. And it's kind of like you finagle it. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it was the timing for me or if the game did this on purpose. But I got, <laughs> I, you got, I met you got, a wizard. You got some arms. Yeah, I met the wizard at the end of the game. Like, But it's also an area where you can go in, during the game. And I met him and he gave me arms. And I laughed okay. out loud. And because, you could use them? No. They're just oh. floppy and they just flop around. That's right. I was like, there's no way. I don't think I gonna... got the arms. Well, the, I, yeah, I, to, I also did not get arms. You have to go mm. back. Whoa. I yeah. did more. St- wow. All right. Let's go. You, so when you go back to when you beat the game. <laughs> I made it, it to starts... the beach and the and the lighthouse. Yeah. That, I went there too. Nothing uh. in there, right? <laughs> I went no. up there. I was like, let's go. I was looking for the rock at that point. Anyway. Yeah. I was um, looking for the rock too. I'm like, he's got to be up here. <laughs> I, I never found him. See, like, all right. This game is a funny game, Mark. This is a funny game. I'm just gonna okay. keep going. I'm not gonna convince you. I'm just gonna tell you a fact. So when you it, get it's objectively funny, Mark. Right. <laughs> when you beat the game, it starts you back in your cave, and then at first I thought it was New Game Plus, but you walk out there, everyone's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" <laughs> and then it's yeah. like, "Oh, I beat the game." And then I, you can do one more puzzle where you have to water a plant with your water hat, and yes. um, that grows a beanstalk. And the mm. beanstalk brings you up to a wizard's house, which is floating. And mm. now, earlier in the game, I had gotten some weird frog's tooth I found in, in like a cave. So I had this, and I was like, all right, I got a silver was frog's that one of the, gold tooth. Was that in like that Celeste-like um, platforming Celeste-like. section? Like, I, I, I remember the the in, in the woods or something... All the way on the right, in the bottom right corner, there was a room that, like, with saw blades and stuff like that to, yes. to get around. Does that yes. end in the frog's tooth? With the spikes? Yeah, I just, like, I was like, mm, yeah, maybe I'll come back to this later, and it never did. Yeah, that's that. That leads you to the, the silver frog's gold tooth. I got mm. this item and some money. I was like, mm. all right, cool. Okay. I had it for the whole game. Didn't know what to do with it. Brought it to this wizard. He was like, find me the tooth. I was like, oh, I have that. Gave mm. him the tooth. He gave me arms, non-functioning floppy arms that I could have used or not for the whole game. So well, you, you could equip them very long winded. Yeah. It's just a hat, mm. very long winded, but that was very funny to me. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, it was the timing, I think. Um, and the other thing that comes to mind is when you kill the toaster. I like the toast. Why <laughs> can't I think of the toaster? Cause, cause you go into some guy's house. He's like, my toaster's malfunctioning. And then like a yeah, portal opens my toaster's up not over working. It. <laughs> and then you get stuck into the toaster realm where you avoid yeah. killer toast and then you get to the end and, and you giant totally toaster, missed that. and there's this giant toast at the end and he's like I don't know I really planned for what would happen if you made it here um, <laughs> but just make yourself at home I guess I'll get, I don't have tea or anything there's, there's no way there's no way out <laughs> there's no way out so he's just sitting there with the toaster under him and it's plugged in all you could do is kick the plug to get out yeah, he's get like out. what did you do and he's gone and, like, <laughs> and, then, and then you come back out and the toaster just unplugs itself and he's like alright well I guess I'm not making toast for a while <laughs> all these things are hilarious yeah. and, and I think this game 
really had timing. And What's re- funny is though, as you're you're recounting these things, I agree that all sounds funny, and uh, but I, I think I'm getting more driven of you joking about it than actually yeah. I did playing through stuff like. Well, maybe this. you just weren't in the right place when you played it. Maybe like I you I know. thought like I was as I was playing, I was like, this is funny, but I noticed like I never really laughed. It's it's like if you're in a bad mood, but your kid's being cute, and you just like. You're like this is this is annoying. Leave me alone. Yeah, like so, yeah. So like certain things I wrote down that like uh, like when you're helping the DJ and you got to do like the little like mini game with the yeah. You yeah, like, you want DDR I was like, against them. This is yeah. pretty you know, fun. What about Parappa the Rapper? It's great. Yeah, kind of same, same thing. Game. Like uh, when you did the Spider Bridge and he's like, if you were a cool spider <laughs> like me, this would be a problem. <laughs> Don't and ever then kick me again. <laughs> and then the one time with, with the mission thing, when you're trying to get into the secret base, it's like your your mission objective: get swaggy. And I was like, yeah. that's nice. Did you guys afford the better glasses? No, I didn't. Get no, them. I have I the money for them now, and I want. Yeah. I kind of want to know what happens. But, but yeah, so like as I'm kind of like, there's a lot to this game clearly, and I think the thing that drives. Oh, actually, before we get to this, Dave, do you have any moments that kind of? No, I mean like those are some of my favorite moments too. The ones Dan mentioned, like like the toaster, and even like getting into the club and doing having the dance battle, who's never right. been against the the king of dancing or whatever they call him, robot, yeah, who's the, never been the, challenged before, <laughs> you know, like. But with all these like these elements in mind, like the real drive to move through this game is to kind of find these comedic moments and mm. just like this is absurd, this is silly. Mm-hmm. So I guess for Dan, obviously this is probably a guess for you, but I'll start with you. Like there, so the story of this game isn't really that driving, although it does have like a, mm-hmm. a kind of an arc to it. It is all about the thing to drive you forward is kind of just being silly from one space to another. Yeah. You never I, felt that it was kind of like aimless and like I, that was. Uh... So the story itself wasn't pulling me through the game. I wasn't really thinking, oh man, I can't wait to uncover this corporate mystery. Like, you know, I, but like to your point, I, it was just kind of great to sit down and play it. It was relaxing. And I did the objectives because they were what to do in the game. And yeah. I wanted to get more out of the game in that way. I was like, all right, well, let me see what else this game has. And then it brought me through its weird little story. But yeah, it wasn't like I felt the need to protect, to, to avenge Kratos' family kind of Yeah, story. like, you know, but that didn't... That, but that's mean, not the kind of game it is, you know. It, it wasn't right. really the same kind of story-driven narrative. It was more like a joy-driven narrative. Joy, joy. What about what about you? Did, did you kind of feel the same way? Like, it, it's kind of an aimless game, but you didn't, you didn't really mind that. I felt like it was a kid's book. Kids like, it's actually like, something I said to Annie too. It's like like I would. This would be a game that I would introduce to Natalie to for her to play a platformer. So I don't feel like it's that challenging to do that she's gonna get frustrated, and also we can laugh along the way. Hmm. That's where I felt feel it is. If I'm looking for you know, really deep gameplay, it's not there, you know? There's right. actually some deeper gameplay in the co-op. Ah, see, uh, I did not try that. would have liked you know, that. The, the puzzles do require cooperation in order to complete them. You can't access everything by yourself. You need the help of another person. Are they... As there's even, like, a car separate? racing board where oh. you both get in cars yeah. and can race each other to the end. I'll and it's like that. what you're it's Piku and Nico and they're yes. like two things. So they oh, is Niku like the blue? He's like an orange one. Like you're oh, like interesting. Yeah. I, I actually this. I actually played a little bit with April. Oh. oh. 
Interesting. Yeah. And she we was got able through, to... We, mm, I mean, I had to take the controller for her to progress sometimes, but... Okay. You know, she was having fun. She's like, I want to play the, this game, you know? Mm. Well, on that idea of kind of like these little kind of puzzles and things like that, like, kind of like an extra maybe think about like Night in the Woods when we play that, like a game mm. that is kind of built on its humor, has a story. And I remember when we were talking about the game, like it comes up with suddenly these little mini games. And I remember kind of feeling a little almost annoyed because I felt like they broke up the flow of the game. Like I'm enjoying the dialogue. I'm enjoying the, the characters. Now you're making me do this little kind of stinky thing. This game is kind of similar where it has a lot of little mini games. Like, you know, some of the things we mentioned, um, did you guys feel like the little mini game segments, like one I was thinking about, like the, the basketball type thing, where you have to block it? There's a lot of them, and they're pretty different. Ba- wait, you, wait, 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 wait. Basketball. You... Oh, oh, I the it was base, the base the... thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think those mini games really added to the experience? Yeah. yeah. Because they didn't. So to compare it to Night in the Woods, the gameplay in Night in the Woods, the main line gameplay is just walking and exploring. Mm-hmm. Um. And then when you have a mini game like the Pale Cat one, that's Zelda, basically. Z- Zelda right. roguelike. So it's a completely different game for that time. The reason I don't think um, the, 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 I guess the digressions in Pikuniku were as distracting is because they all kept you within the same game. Mm-hmm. They all kept, they all play by the same rules. Kick, jump, roll, and grappling hook. Yeah, um, or something like grapple foot. Really yeah, grapple foot. So to me, uh, there's only one mini game that actually takes you out of it, and that's this cartridge you find, and you mm. can load up a Nintendo, and it's it's a ball bouncing game, but it's totally not necessary. Oh, I didn't even um, do that. I haven't found that. I I've completely... I saw the arcade. Yeah, I yeah. I you know I had the game itself, but I never played it. Yeah, mm. it, if you walk around the main village, you'll be enticed to try it. But yeah, yeah I to to answer your thought I, I feel as though it since it kept it in the game's main rule set i didn't mm. feel i was distracted i just felt like it was the next segment mm. so. what about you dave did you kind of have a similar feeling no i thought it like like i thought that the the whole toaster experience was really fun like that mm. was like the a mini game in my head you know but yeah. i you well, know i, I, I just think introducing like um new gameplay mechanics so is a good thing break it break it mm. up from the break game. it up Sorry, I just had to sing that up. That's well, thanks. <laughs> that really added to it. I appreciate it. No, and, and I kind of felt like kind of a similar idea, like especially comparing it to something like Night of the Woods where I was like, I want to get back to the script of that game. Like I wasn't as invested in kind of engrossed in, or found, got as much of from the jokes. So I mm-hmm. did actually appreciate it. It's like, oh, this is kind of a little a little game for me to play. Um so I guess we'll kind of start talking about a little bit of the story. I mean, it's not really that I mean, big of a story. The story but it does have funny. an interesting theme, I think. It, it's size. got a cool theme. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 is it, I don't even know. Never worth talking about, you think? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good, it's, it does its job. It yeah. presents to you a beginning, a middle, and an end. And yeah, right. Teaches you a life lesson. Things yeah. aren't as good as they might seem. Right. Right. So, but since obviously we're so like meh about the story about this, you know, shady businessman who's like, oh, I'll give you money. And basically he's stealing the resources of all yeah. these different villages. I'm just going to take the stuff that's around the town. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's all Cause, junk. Because free money. It. Free money. Um, obviously nothing really compelling. It, it kind of was serviceable in terms of what is the narrative of this little blob man with legs rolling yeah. around. 
but you never felt that you're the, you're the beast you're the, you are beast the beast like, oh, you're the legendary like, beast you never felt like okay this story is so throwaway that's like it sapped your kind of uh i don't even feel like playing no this. no 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 i i didn't i so deeply did not care about the story that it added to the experience interesting i was thinking oh of course that pink guy's evil the whole time you know and then the game yeah. didn't surprise me and there was revolution and i was like oh this is cute uh, you know it was just i wasn't expecting it to be this legendary writing and it was it just like i said it provided a beginning a middle and an end and the gags in the middle and even the story had its own gags and the jokes there just made the whole experience pretty easy to go through okay so I mean, I guess to, to kind of start wrapping it yeah, up, there's I mean, no, unless there's any know, big parts that anyone wants to kind of bring up. It's not a very deep game. I do appreciate how it was able to usher me through it, though. I really do mm. think that that, that And was it's something. a game that Dan beat. I beat, did I beat, beat it. it more than you guys did, which is well, weird. I got, did, like, you, I got the other it. stuff. Well, I think and, you and, enjoyed it more than us. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. yeah well, it's funny, because I think I, I feel like I played it for less time, too. Like, I pretty much picked it up between last Friday and today. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> so kind of short. It's pretty short if you burn through it, but I also did more. So I don't, I don't know. Um, well, to then kind of keep our, our new theme where we're, we're kind of to, to our wrap ups with kind of nice short and succinct. So, so Dan, for you, Piku Niku is blank. good fun. Good fun. Interesting. Dave, what about you? Piku Niku I mean, is. I, I already alluded to it, but it's a children's book. It's a children's book. All right. I'm gonna oh. go with Piku Niku is fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I I didn't get as much as the humor out of it. I I can acknowledge it's humorous, mm-hmm. but there was nothing bad about it. But at the same time, I never was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah. I think it does that in moments, not in broad strokes. I think it does yeah. that when it makes you laugh and you're not expecting it to. But one thing I will appreciate about it, it does not overstay its welcome. It is pretty short. You can it finish, is. you know, I think I beat it in three or four hours. Wasn't it's short and it's, I don't think I was stressed once playing it. And it, that's actually become very important to me playing mm-hmm. video games. Like which ones do I have to play? Cause I, I think the other night, maybe at this point it was a week ago, I went to bed, but before doing so I played a match of apex that actually brought me to second place. Mm. And when I was done, with this match, I was like, all right, time for bed. I literally went to bed five minutes later. My heart was flying. I felt I like imagine. somebody just poured adrenaline down my nose. And it was just, Ugh. it was a horrible feeling. And what I color went to was bed. It? it was blue. And yeah. <laughs> I, I went to bed and I had this horrible nightmare of falling constantly. I'm, I'm imagining down your nose. Like, does that mean that you, they took I was your, like, your head back? It's like a sink. Yes. <laughs> I had to be tilted back. And then someone was like, oh, there's the drilling hole. <laughs> And they shot their <laughs> adrenaline bullets into my nose. And then I had this horrible nightmare. So game that stresses me out, cannot play before bed. Piku Niku, can play whenever I want. There you go. Boom. All right. Yeah. So let's transition to final topic of the night. <gasps> Trivial Tastemaker. Tastemaker. <laughs> if we timed that better, it would have been perfect. It's we like should come up with like a barbershop quartet. It's key. like... Trivia. Like we all have like a harmony going. It's like taste maker, taste maker, taste maker. Trivia. 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 <laughs> yeah, we'll have to practice this up here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is kind of a depressing taste maker because everything is moot 
at this point in the season. Dave has clinched his silver monkey. Any point he could have earned, he earned it. That's how dominating he was this I, season. I don't think I've ever been shut out. Well, tonight you have a chance to not be shut out because it's Dave's tastemaker. It's me versus you. Mark, Dave has three points. I have one. I have no chance of catching Mark, him. Once so, again, you, know, you can just declare that I win. And that's the tastemaker. That's not. That's like not Dan, first, first choice. Well, I guess what, Dan? You're probably going to win because we're going to do a 20 questions. And Mark uh, avoids those. Maybe tonight's the night. Maybe. maybe. Oh, wait. Is it? It'll be Dave your did it or Mark did it? It's Dave's tastemaker. It's my tastemaker. It's Dave's tastemaker. Yeah. I'm paying attention. Yeah. That's here. good. That's all right. Welcome so, to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club <laughs> Podcast. There's three of us. I, I am mostly. the listener. <laughs> All right, so listener, well, Dave, we'll, we'll punt it to you just in case the listener is new and doesn't know what this means. What does this mean? This means that I have selected for you guys a video game. That's about all you know, and you may ask questions. I will tell you yes or no, and you will figure out through these questions what game I'm thinking of. Are we doing the thing where if we guess... That's a question. That, that's a guess. That's a question. That's a question. All right. Can I ask Did you, you not get general... a follow-up guess? Yes. A follow-up question. Is this a fair question? You can answer if this is a fair question and then decide to answer it. Interesting. I like the pre-question questions. Do these games follow a theme? It's only, only one, one game. game. <laughs> oh. Welcome to the Dice Machines game. This is not, this is not is who am, this isn't the Who Am I game. Oh. Who am I? It's always All Jackie right. Chan. All right. uh, Dan, who am I? I'm going to go first because Dan is still catching up here. Okay. All right. Did this game come at, come out? He always goes. He always does this. He always goes with time first, and I don't know why. Like he because you gotta weird, cut the brackets flex. down. There's so many years. I just yeah. think that, I think genres, genres. Cut, genres cut things down a lot faster. It's okay, than Mark. Time. But guys, RPGs. There's been RPGs for just thirty years. Yeah, but it's Dave. So you gotta play against that too. I would like to go with my timeline question. Yeah, go ahead. Did this game come out after January 1st, 2000? No. No. Okay. So it's Is pre- this game a role-playing game? A stand, a, a, a role-playing game by the standard definition of no, a role-playing game? It's not, it a, final, okay. it's not a standard definition turn-based role-playing it, game. If you mean or, you play a role, then duh. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did this game come out on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System? No. Oh. Sega Genesis? No. I was just no, rapping. Like Super Is Sega it a Genesis? PC game? No. All right, well, Ooh. this is pretty obvious. Okay, so... Is it? Is this a side-scroller <laughs> game? No. We're, we're struggling here. Side-scroller. Well, no, we're like... Is this a PlayStation 1 game? Yes. Okay, here we go. Is, Here we go. Does this game feature a female protagonist? Um, <laughs> undetermined. <laughs> no, like does, does you, this there game... isn't there isn't oh. a single protagonist. That's not a yes or no response. Okay. That's an answer. <laughs> All right, there is not a single protagonist. Yeah. Multi, protag. Um, multi protag. Um, would we consider this game a fantasy game? I know I wouldn't. Is this game a driving game? Yes. Is this game Twisted Metal? No. Ah. Uh, 
I did the thing though. Because I did. I'm so I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you did the thing that I was alluding to, which now okay, so it wow. Driving wow. game, but it's not twisted metal, there's multiple protagonists? And it's a PS1? Well, none of them are protagonists in that game. That's my question, but no no. It's my no, question. but they're the characters you're controlling. You're yeah, protagonists. But... What are you rooting for? Yeah. But... You're rooting for oh. Sweet Tooth. Oh. Um is it Crash Team Racing? No. Okay, it's probably it would is it a well is it a kart racer? No. Is it a okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mark, because we would have Oh uh, <laughs> uh, alright. The striving game. Multiple In this game. Can you see the pilot? Can you pilot? see the pilot? You mean driver? The driver, the pilot. I'm just um, once a plane, once a car. Not usually. Not usually. So you see the vehicle. So you don't get out of it. Do you get out of your vehicle at this point? Any point? I don't think so. Ooh. Don't get out of the vehicle. Is it a racing game at all? Is no. The, is it the overall? Okay, it's not a racing game. <laughs> it's not a racing game. But it's driving, driving around in a vehicle. And you're only driving around. And there's oh. multiple vehicles you can drive in. But it, you said yes to driving. Yes. There's driving involved. <laughs> Did Mark ask or is it my turn? But No, no it's, it's Mark's turn. Mark's doing that thing where he starts questioning the things that we've already told him. No, but I'm thinking like, he's I'm thinking like, them, like, is a driver, you are the wheel man. But there's <laughs> only one guy. Or maybe... Do we establish that it's multiple protagonists? Yes, or is that we, one? We established that. Hmm. Hmm. Wait, is that your question? No, I'm no, it's not a question. It's a, that's a. Mm-hmm. I'm just. Would remi- we consider a this game to have like a funny or comedic tone? I'm not gonna say yes or no to that. It's awesome. <laughs> so it's not blatantly funny. Yeah, it's not blatantly okay. funny. What he means is that there's no yes or no answer to that. Well, he, I had to wiggle it out of him, like a like an eel. What this, is this? Yeah, it's just that's. I think that's subjective in this case. That's why. Do you use your vehicle to attack things? Yes. I know if that was obvious to you, but you know the answer. You attacking okay. it's not <laughs> twisted metal. I'm just I'm just saying I'm I just, know, I'm just matter of factly saying yes. I, I know, I know you said it. <laughs> and it's not a car is it a car combat game? Yes. That okay. was that was a duplicative piece of information. Um you do you know for sure that I have played this game? No, I don't know for sure that you've played this game. Okay. Is the game Vigilante 8? Yes! <gasps> I won! I have played this game. I did it! Next time you pick Vigilante 8... You Very can... interesting that you went with the Vigilante 8, not the Twisted Metal, because it's like the same game. Yeah, it's, it's like not. the same game, but it's not. <laughs> exactly. Well, I didn't get, I'm not going to get Silver Monkey, but this season's a large success. Congratulations. I've broken the, was it, like seven straight losses? Yeah, yeah, now I feel like you did in the first season. <laughs> I remember thinking this game was like, I remember playing it, and I was just like, just not Twisted Metal. <laughs> it's, not it's, twisted uh, metal. it's not a combat game? You thought you... It's a car combat game. I said yes but, to co- but combat. But what do you fight? 
Yeah. The other cars. You Not each cars? other. Not. Yeah. Because you're in other cars. It's like a battle royale. Oh, but it's cars. not a racing game, right? It's why not a racing why game. don't they remake a battle royale twisted metal game? That would sell. Come on. Aren't they? Probably. It seems like they should. Remember Props. Mr. Grimm on top of the skyscraper? You remember the ice cream truck guy? It's like me. <laughs> I don't think it's like you. <laughs> Was, uh, wasn't Sweet Tooth in something else recently? Yeah. He... Recently? I mean, I don't know. Maybe not in the last four no, years. I think PlayStation All Star Battle Royale. I yes. just remember Sweet. <laughs> was he in that? Actually, I think he was. I think he was there. I mean, he's very iconic for the PlayStation mm. brand. It's a shame. I feel bad that I never played that more recent Twisted Metal game. Do you feel as though if you did, it would have changed the fate of Twisted Metal? Well, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if people like me played that game, I think Twisted Metal was a timepiece. Honestly, like that is very nineties. Twisted Metal, Twisted Metal Two, Twisted Metal Black were all Twisted Metal Black were great, great games. Yeah, but do you think they exist outside of the late nineties, early two thousands? I don't. Well, no, because they never. I also, I I remember, I remember playing them again later. Like I went, I went back to play Twisted Metal Black. I was like, "Eh." it didn't hold up. That's so good. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. I'm looking to see. He was in a DC Comics. Oh. a web series called Death Battle. Are you looking up Sweet Tooth? Yeah. Sweet he fought Tooth, the Joker uh... and lost. Oh, Sweet Tooth's truck was in Rocket League. That's what oh, it is. Oh, there it is. That's okay, what it was. He's driving was... it is... Uh, undetermined. Yeah. Well, we know who's driving this podcast. You are, listener. <clears throat> you, you did it again. Well Made done. Um, did you play listening. Vigilante 8? Tell us. Did you play? <laughs> Tell yeah. us about it in many avenues. You can chat with us on the Facebook page. Um, as usual on the Twitters, where we're Dino underscore Machine. I'm at MagroCrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I am at Mac with zero points. Zero mm-hmm. points. It's like, oh, the shutout. Well, the show's not complete down. yet. We have yeah. one more chance. Oh, yeah, to we'll suck. I'll try. But um, if you join this podcast, you know, <laughs> obviously you can tell your friends. They can get all the usual places: the Spotify, the SoundClouds, the iTunes. If you liked our podcast, you can leave us a nice review. We would love it. Be like, hey, four out of five stars. Then they're okay. We'll take that. That'd be <laughs> then, fine. Then no Paul Rudds. <laughs> then no Paul Rudds. They said Paul chosen. Rudd was approachable. But yeah, we would love any reviews, any feedback, can get us so we can get out some more eardrums. Um, no. Re- need to run the machine tonight because we know what the next oh game yes is. We're last playing. game of the season if you want to play along with us is shadow tactics what is the full title of that game is shadow tactics like something of the shogun oh um i, ha- I don't oh, know i'll, I'll pick it up you know the the shadow tactics of the shogun uh it's a football game this is actually a disc-based game usually we don't pick out but um I think I got it off eBay for not eBay, Amazon for like used for like ten bucks. Blades, yeah, I got it. Blades is the show. I have it on Steam. Blades, yeah, I got it. Just base game. And I will say this: you guys, Dan, are you playing it on? Dan, Dan has it started. Well, I understand. have started it. <gasps> Did you beat the first mission yet? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this no. will be the the supply, Dan. And I have more time, right? Because we're not recording. You have yeah. a nice bulky two weeks. My bet for you is you don't get past mission two. You Dave, can do this, Dan. I, I said I said you can get to mission four. That's okay. That's good. Is that's it? A, that's a friend. <laughs> okay. That's friendship. <laughs> well, what I'm really trying to do is I want you to get past mission two, so you can you set the bar low. I see. This is, <laughs> this is good. Um, but I would say, Dan, you're playing it on the PC. I am. I I played it on console. I think 
not that it's bad on console, but I feel like the controls are probably better on PC, right? Definitely better. I, on I the have PC a prediction. I think of us, I will have the best experience playing it, uh, but, um, we'll, technologically we'll f- and ergonomically. Well, we'll find so, out on the yes. next episode of the Dinosaur Machines Game Call Podcast. But until then, listener, smooches. Thank you for so, for so much. Without you guys, we're just talking to each other. And that's horrible.